everyone. Welcome to According to My Hypothesis, which is a biology-based podcast to help students learn introductory biology material. In today's episode, we are setting up the foundation for biology. And the first thing that we're going to cover is what is biology? Biology is defined as the scientific study of life. And the time-old question is, well, what is life? If an alien popped up out of the blue in front of you and asked you what is considered to be living and non-living, how would you respond? You might say, well, living things move, which, yeah, they do, but doesn't water move as well? Is water living? So when it comes to considering whether or not an object is considered to be alive or not alive, there are a couple of things that must check off a list. The very first thing is that living organisms require energy. The second one is that life requires homeostasis. And homeostasis is this process in which a living organism can return things back to normal when it gets out of that normal range, like body temperature. Living organisms must have the ability to reproduce and to grow and develop They need to have the ability to evolve in the face of environmental changes. And then, of course, living organisms are made of at least one cell, which is the smallest fundamental unit of life. And inside this tiny cell, there can be sugars and lipids, which are fats, proteins, and then, of course, genetic information in the form of nucleic acids. In regards to life in terms of living organisms, it's organized in a hierarchy. So let's go ahead and start from the very smallest step all the way up to the top. At the bottom of this hierarchy, you are going to find an atom. And what an atom is, is it's the smallest chemical unit of a pure type of substance, which is known as an element. So, for example, there are nitrogen atoms and carbon atoms and, of course, uh, oxygen as well. But I do want to make a disclaimer. Yes, living organisms are made out of atoms, but so are non-living organisms. Right above atoms, you will find a molecule, and a molecule is the structure made out of these joint atoms. For example, this might include a molecule of DNA, which stands for deoxyribonucleic acid, which is genetic information of living organisms. However, I will make another disclaimer, and that is that living organisms and non-living things are also composed of different types of molecules. Right above molecules, you will find a structure known as an organelle. An organelle is this membrane-bound sac-like structure that is very specific, that has a very unique job for every living cell. For example, these can include the mitochondria, which makes energy, or it can include the chloroplast, which is useful for photosynthesis. There, in regards to living organisms, which are made out of cells, It is important to note that not every single living organism that has a cell, right? Um, Not every living organism is going to have organelles inside of their cells. So a great example of this would be bacteria, which are living organisms, but are living organisms without organelles. 
nestled above organelles in our hierarchy, right? So we went from atom to molecule to organelles. Our fourth one is going to be the cell, which as I mentioned previously, it's that fundamental unit of life. All life is composed of cells, but again, remember, not every cell is going to be made with organelles. Above cells, there are tissues, and a tissue is a collection of specialized cells that all work together in synchronous and a nice coordinated fashion to get something done inside this organism. Right above tissues, we have organs. So remember, we have atoms, molecules, organelles, cells, tissues, and now organs. And an organ is a structure consisting of tissues that carry out specific functions and interact really well with each other for this organism. Above an organ is an organ system, which is when you have different organs connected uh, either physically or chemically that function together inside this living structure. Above organ systems, we have organisms. So again, we've got atoms, we've got molecules, we've got organelles, followed by cells, tissues, organs, organ systems, and now we're at organisms, which is a single living individual that's made out of all of these smaller structures. Above an organism is a population, which is a group of the same species of organism living in the same place at the same time. And populations help make up communities. And a community is when you have a different populations of species. So like trees and insects and grasses, all three different types of living organisms that occupy the same space at the same time and they make themselves a community. And above communities, we have an ecosystem. And an ecosystem is very similar to a community, but in this case, an ecosystem considers the living components of all of these organisms, but also the non-living stuff like the rocks and the soil and the water around it. And then of course, ecosystems are going to make up the biosphere, which is our lovely planet Earth. It's our global ecosystem. And there are certain parts of this planet that can help support and sustain life. And that's where all of our great ecosystems are going to be found. And I wanna round out and end this podcast episode with talking about individual organisms. There are organisms that are defined as being single-celled. And that just means they're made out of one cell. And this is going to be, for example, bacteria like E. coli or amoebas. However, there are other organisms that are considered to be multicellular, meaning that they are made out of more than one type of cell, like sponges, like mushrooms, like humans, right? And it can get much more complex as you take in other types of organisms that are made out of many types of cells. Thanks for hanging with me on today's episode of According to My Hypothesis. I will see you next time when we cover the scientific method.